It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. body of our once glorious U.S. women's national team. Soccer has once again died a hideous death in this country. And the U.S. women's national team making their earliest ever exit from World Cup play is really bad news for soccer in this country. Welcome to Kennedy Saves the World. And I love soccer. I want everyone to love soccer, but I also love this country, and I am unashamed about both things. The sad thing about the activism that has been led by Megan Rapinoe on the U.S. women's national team is it has, it appears, created a toxic and unworkable environment within that team. Because if you have someone who is the face of the program, who is outspoken in her activism, who loves being a lightning rod, who craves divisiveness and has it for five courses at every single meal and feasts on their own hubris and their own causes, who has any time to focus on soccer and develop a rapport and cohesion as a team. And I think that's what you're seeing with the exit of the women's team. And the round of 16, you know, it was a draw. It was a draw in overtime. They went to penalty kicks, which sucks. It's a horrible way to lose any match in international play, especially in the World Cup. And, you know, the U.S. women's team did a few World Cups ago. They lost in penalty kicks in the final and... They didn't internalize that pain. Instead, uh, Megan Rapinoe took the two consecutive World Cup wins for the women's program and just assumed that it was because of her and it was because of her activism when really everyone else was gelling and playing and rising above any other program in the world in spite of her. Uh, But, you know... She missed that critical fourth PK and the U.S. team is now out and she's out. She's planning on retiring after the season. She's 38 years old. She has had a long and impressive career. But, you know, I always liken it back to Meryl Streep. Remember when she got the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes? And instead of talking about her accomplishments and her process and picking roles and winning so much and inspiring so many generations of other actors. She talked about Donald Trump and she really wasted this moment. And that's what Megan Rapino has done the entire time is instead of fostering love for the game and love for a country, which has fanned the hot and beautiful flames of women's soccer 
unlike any other program in the world, she pissed all over it. She pissed all over the flag and what it means to be an American and wanted to make sure that every time she had a platform, she demeaned this country because she had to draw lines in the sand that separate her views from other people's views. And that was the factor for her. That was her identity, was differentiating how she felt. And if you didn't feel what she feels, stay right there. More from me, Kennedy, coming up. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. If you weren't an activist in the same arenas where she practiced her activism, you were a bad person. You were the other. And the the, the world stage has no room for that brand of divisiveness. I think activism is great. I think political activism and sports have always gone hand in hand. There's a lot that I disagree with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar about, but I've always appreciated the way he articulates social and political issues in this country. You know, you, you can't think about sports and politics without thinking about people like Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali. Megan Rapinoe does not belong in that conversation. Uh, She has never articulated anything that gets people who are not already on her side excited about her causes or her sport. In fact, you know, she purposely has always framed arguments. So if you don't naturally believe in her orthodoxy, uh, you are dumb, you are lesser than, and you don't deserve to be included in her sphere. And that's the difference between someone who is capable of not only winning, but leading and leading younger generations of people because you have to naturally, if you are a leader, you have to be inclusive. If you are playing for your country, you have to inspire new fans. And you can't do that if you are too busy being a distracted scold and lecturing people. I'm sure there's a lot that Megan Rapinoe believes in that I would like to high five her for, but I don't feel like she's the kind of person who wants to give anyone who operates outside her realm, outside her groupthink, a high five. I think that She's the kind of person who would want to demonize someone like me, someone who wants to be a fan of the game, regardless if, you know, they make the World Cup or they win it or they lose. You look at this team and they had sort of fallen apart when she could have been a coalescing force that brought everybody together. And guess what? When you bring a team together, you bring a country together. When you bring a country together that is hurting and confused and incredibly politically divided, you make the country a better place. You allow people some common ground. And I do not believe that athletes should shut up and dribble. I I, I firmly believe that people have the right to say what they want to say. However, if you are representing your country— You put your country first. You put your team first. You put all of that ahead of yourself. And that is something that this incredibly distracted, selfish person was unable to do. And I think that 
acted as a poison and reverberated throughout the team. And, you know, either people don't feel like they're good enough, they don't feel like they're smart enough to engage in the conversation, or they just go, you know what, screw you, I'm going to do my own thing. And when they go off and do their own thing, you're no longer a team anymore. So I say good riddance to her, good riddance to that mentality. It's fine to know what you're talking about within the realm of politics, but that realm exists outside of soccer, outside of patriotism, and outside of what every other player and every other team and every other country is invested in in the World Cup. It is an aspiration uh, that she was not able to climb to or achieve, and she brought her entire team and the country down with her. So I hope this is the note that people remember her career on. And I'm sorry if that's harsh, but you had your time to shine and you chose darkness. You blew it. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.